obviously it's a exciting time for us. And, uh, you know, we've had uh, a week now uh, just about to, uh, to take it all in. And, um, and, and we've had uh, some time here today to turn our focus to our opponent and uh, start to make uh, travel plans. I know Marcel would be excited to know that we, uh, you know, we have an itinerary put together. Um, it's just, it's just an exciting time. I mean, you know, March is just so awesome. And, um, we got great respect for Gonzaga. We know how good of a program they have and, and, uh, and we're excited about the opportunity and the challenge. Appreciate it, coach. At this time, we'll take questions from members of the media. Go ahead with your questions. Hey, Coach, it's Marcel with Sports Inquirer. Just immediate impressions of Gonzaga, just uh, what you've seen from them so far in reviewing them and uh, what are some strengths that you're going to have to contend with? Well, um, they're obviously talented. Uh, I'm aware of Chet Holgram and his reputation and Timmy and the run that they've made. Coached against Nimbard during my time uh, at Tennessee when he was in the SEC. Um, in general, from a program standpoint, familiar with the program uh, because, you know, during my time at Texas, we get, we scrimmaged them a couple of times in neutral sites, and then we played them twice uh, in one of the best games I've ever been a part of uh, in a neutral game in in uh in Phoenix when they were number one in the country and it was just a tremendous game. So, um, you know, we're not going to sell our kids on them being overrated. I mean, they're really good. They're really well coached and uh, they're formidable to be, to be sure. Um, Unbelievable offensive efficiency, transition team, great length. Um, They're just great on offense and they're really good on defense. I mean, they check a lot of boxes and, the good thing for us is uh, we, you know, we were playing our uh, the best we had played this season at the end of the year, but we had not played our best yet. There's a lot of room for growth. I think our guys are aware of that, and there's another level we're going to have to reach to give ourselves a chance in this game. And um, and we think we can play a lot better, and we know we're going to need to. And uh, so that's our focus. Coach, do you have to tamp down excitement or what the guys are thinking and going through right now? First time for most of them to go to the NCAAs. How how does that tightrope been to walk? Well, I think, you know, that's that's, uh, what's what's good about having some veteran guys. LEL's been in the NCAA tournament. I actually watched him play live. Uh, You know, had they they won in the first round game, we would have played them in second round so uh and obviously Kane's been there and you know our other seniors even though they haven't played in the tournament they uh they've been in a program that had qualified for the tournament and those guys are experienced players so um so there's always going to be some of that and it'll be a great atmosphere I would imagine because of the location and the opponent but I would also uh say that the having played last week gave us a little bit of time to kind of get some of the excitement out of our system, but we should be excited, excited to play, excited about what we've accomplished so far. But, uh, 
but that emotional plane, um, you know, we, we can come down off and turn our focus to uh, preparation. Gonzaga's runs one of the fastest tempos on offense in the, in the country. So I guess, how do you get prepped for that? How, how do you try and combat that they're going to run their sets really fast and get shots up like that? Well, I mean, for us, it really is about doing what we emphasize as it relates to that, but doing that at a much better level because we haven't seen anything like them. And the closest thing to it in our league uh, is Arkansas State. They do a great job of pushing the ball and, and putting it right back on you. And we've tried to do that. We haven't been quite as successful as being good at that. So it's one of those things that's hard to simulate in practice, you know, um, but we, we're emphasizing it. You know, I think it's one of those things that the, the urgency will be there. They'll be on edge and then they'll get in the game and realize this is it's even harder than, than they thought. And then you hope that they can adapt and, and uh, uh, execute appropriately. Coach, how do you uh, build confidence that you guys can pull this off? You know, obviously only one sixteen seed has won, um, beating the number one. Um, just how do you – I know you have a veteran group. How much does that help? And just how do you, you know, persuade them that, hey, yeah, we can do this. We're not just going there to be one and done. You know what? I, I, I don't really think that much about persuading them or trying to create belief. Uh, and I said that to him today, you know, a lot of people are going to tell us to believe or whatever. I think most of the time that's coming from people who who have a lot of doubt about whether or not we can do it. Um, I, I think it's more about. I think the belief that you can compete with somebody is inside of you doing the right things in the game. If you go out and do the right things in the game, you're going to give yourself a chance. And now they're a good enough team where you can give an admirable performance and they make big shots and they you know, they do some things that rises up above your efforts, but we got to give those efforts and give that an opportunity to see what comes out of that. And uh, I think we're prepared to do that. You know, I don't think kids go into the game thinking about what UMBC did or what all the other 16 seeds didn't do. I, I don't think kids play the game like that. You know, I think you got to get lost in the game itself. We'll have a plan in the game and we'll try to execute that and let the chips fall where they may. I think we have a competitive group, so I think they'll respond to what it is we feel like we need to do. And, you know, the good thing about Gonzaga from their standpoint is they're used to being in a position where people are trying to beat them. They're, they've been in that role for a long, long time. And so we're not going to do anything to them that they haven't seen. Um, so our biggest thing is to play our best basketball right now. And we haven't done that yet. And I'm excited to see how we respond. Any tips from Billy Donovan or Rick Barnes about winning games in March? No, no special tips. You know, we're not having a conversation about that. Certainly, uh, having been exposed to those guys, um, I'm aware of what their demeanor was in and around those times, sitting with those guys in the locker room before tip-off and 
being around them all the time. And the biggest thing is they don't change. It's not like they coach differently in March than they do in February. You know, I do think there's a narrative, and we talk to our players about this all the time, that the regular season somehow in some way doesn't matter. And then when it, all that matters is your conference tournament and all that matters is the postseason. But that's not true of us who do this for a living. It all matters. Every practice, every game, every win, every loss, everything really matters. And so uh, if that's the approach you take all the time, then you don't have to change in March. But if you're going to coach because you think one part of the year is more important than the other, then most of it, most of the time you're not going to be coaching in March anyway. Um, and the guys who do get to March on a regular basis is because of the consistency with which they approach things. So being around those guys taught me that. What do you remember about your first trip as a head coach at Siena taking a team to NCAAs? And can you, what can you look, what did you learn from that? Should you take for? Um, you know, it was a whirlwind. Um, you know, we had to win four games in four days as a seven seed. And, uh, I remember the team making me moonwalk on in the middle of the court. And uh, I'm hoping nobody finds footage of that. And, and we played in the first playing game in Dayton. And so we, so I got, we got credit for a win, which is great. And we also then played the overall number one seed university of Maryland um, in DC. So uh, they had a little bit of a home court advantage. Um, and they had a great team. That was the year that they won a national championship. And we and we we played them admirably. Uh, in fact, I think the next game, you can look it up. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but I think they played Wisconsin in the next round and they won by 30 plus. And we, we, we played a really competitive game against them. I don't think the game was ever really in doubt. But we 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 were competitive enough. That the game re- felt competitive for most of the way. Um, and so coming from where we had come from to get to the dance and then to win a game in the playing game, we went into the game with confidence and played accordingly. Kind of piggybacking off Stan's question, you know, what is it like for you being back in an NCAA tournament game week, getting the second chance as a head coach at Georgia State? Um, you know, I, I was a head coach a long time ago, so I really don't, Obviously, the stories have come up and have been asked about Siena. But uh, the reality is, you know, this is my third year. And prior to coming here, it was 14 years since I've been a head coach. So I really haven't related. You know, I I think if there was a shorter time in between, I might relate it more to that. You know, I was 33 years old. Now I'm 53. Um, I relate it more right now to the experience of the people who are part of it with me. You know, this is Chris Kreider's first time in the dance. I remember one year when I was with Billy Donovan, him saying, he was was saying to me one day, I want you to win a national championship. I want you to be a part of that. I want you to know how that feels. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. You want to win a national championship. But I think about it now that he was saying that, and and he, he would go on to say, like, I just want you to experience that level of winning because it changes things for you. It's not going to make you happy, but 
it's going to change your perspective and it's going to raise the, your standards. And, you know, so we're having a conversation like this. So I want you to experience that. I want your family to experience that. And, uh, you know, the guy's a great leader because now in my older age, I do, I, I get more happiness out of seeing LEL on the court screaming like that and what it meant for him and what it means for my staff and the people um, that makes me feel good that those people bought into this and came and wanted to be a part of this. And they believed in the vision that we had. And, and now they're getting to have an experience that they hadn't had prior to this. That, that is, that is an awesome feeling to be a part of having an effect on other people's experiences that way. And uh, I, I relate to what Billy was saying then that uh, there's something special about being a part of that. And uh, that's why people like the, one of the players came up to me on the court in Pensacola and said, yo, man, you ain't showing no emotion. And, uh, but I, I, I was, but it was like everything slowed down and I was kind of like watching everybody else in slow motion. I was so happy for everyone and I wanted to observe. And it's, uh, it's, it's great. So I don't know if that answers your question, but uh, that is something that, that, that uh, has dawned on me the last week or so, how, uh, how much uh, I appreciate all of those things. Echoes Marcel again. I won't ask about the flight plans to Portland. This is a Super Bowl of logistics for me, but I'll refrain <laughs> from asking about that. Uh, but no, but how have you used this to springboard just the growth of the program? And I'm sure you're on the phone with recruits and just other people getting more attention. How have you just been, how do you plan to use this just to expand the Panther program and, uh, and grow it? Well, I hadn't thought about it too much, you know, um, obviously we've been thinking about preparation and the excitement of just getting to the dance, the recruiting part, you you know, um, it helps when, when, uh, when you're making calls and texting people that because they're aware that, uh, that some of the vision that we've been painting is, uh, coming to fruition that, uh, that we've, uh, you know, validated some of our claims about the way we want to move the program forward. I do think what happens, uh, Marcel, though, from a player standpoint, when the smoke clears, there's a clarity that enters into the young players' minds on why we do the things we do. The, 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 the emphasis that we have on defense, rebounding, and the details that we try to implement, and the standard that we try to hold them to, now they have something to relate that to. They have a real frame of reference of why certain things are so important. So now when we ask of that, we don't have to pull teeth the same way. And now when new people come into the program, that standard is, is it's there. And now you can get that standard communicated, not just from the coaches, but throughout your program. And so there is the opportunity to try to raise the bar even higher now because you're going to have guys back in your program that quote unquote, get it. And once they get it, you can ask for even more. Um, and so that would be the hope is that, uh, that uh, everyone can take a step forward as a result of knowing what it takes and why we do what we do.
commercial and Ellie got a hope you didn't have a middle row middle seat. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're charter, I'm pretty sure. Okay. We get to act like the big the, the big boys for for a change. You guys out west and a California team to one of the eastern sites that just logistically doesn't make sense to any of us. So I well, I, I, I've uh, I've resigned myself to the fact that it's very complicated when you get in that room trying to make it all work, and some people get the short end of those complications, and uh, maybe that's the case here. But I'm excited nonetheless. You know, uh, I've only been to Portland once. So I'm excited about going. I got to make sure I pack some gear that's rain friendly. And, uh, but, you know, I, I, I look forward to it. You know, I'm glad to be playing in the tournament. I'm glad we're playing a great program. And let's go do it.